Okay, welcome to our fifth Doctors or Drug Dealers podcast. This is Tasia, your co-host, and I am with... AJ, what's up, what's up, what's up? We here. All right, so today we wanted to talk about a very important subject. We wanted to talk about the connection between your gut and your mental health. Um, And I thought this was an important topic to talk about because... Being that I'm a social worker and I do therapy, I see clients on a daily basis with all type of mental health issues, all type of stress, anxiety, um, even chronic chronic health issues like obesity or diabetes and things like that. And it is unbelievable how many people don't make the connection that what they're eating or what's in their gut, what's in their digestive system is directly affecting their brain and the rest of their body. So um, I find myself having this conversation on a daily basis with people, talking to them and informing them of this connection. So I thought it was important that we also have this conversation today on our podcast. Right, babe? As far as um, everything like I've ever heard, um, as far as, you know, just listening to master teachers speak on health and and speak on, you know, cleansing the body and cleansing the organs and things like that. Everybody always basically comes back to everything that they talk about is in the gut, even if they don't make that connection. You know, all those organs sit right there in the gut. So Yeah. I mean, we also had a personal experience with it with our daughter having what we thought was eczema forever. I mean... She she Doctor was from, straight up came and told us. I mean, she was from head to toe completely covered in what we thought was eczema for two years of her life. And um later on we found out that she was having allergies to food. And when talking with our um naturopath, the first thing she told us is we gotta heal her gut. If we wanna <laughs> I gonna, see I was gonna say that. Like, let me go back and say naturopath so they don't think we contradicting ourselves like it's called doctors or drug dealers. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. no we do see a I naturopath mean, at times they're considered i mean they are medically educated but they're more healers they're healers like so um the you know, first step to that was to just she she was like if you want to change anything with your daughter then you're gonna have to focus on her gut so we did and things got better and we know when she's having if she has an outbreak or she has some type of skin issue, we know it's something she ate. We know it's some some imbalance within her gut, whether it's the the um, bacteria or she needs more probiotics or she needs more prebiotics or something like that. But we're fully aware of that. And so we had a personal experience with it. So um, the connection actually is... Don't they say the the gut is like the second brain? Yeah, so I was gonna say that the the there's the scientific research on it calls it the gut brain axis. Mm. So um, it's a bi-directional communication between the central nervous system and the gut. Um, and yes, they do. They call it the second brain. They're like this: your gut is your second brain. It's always informing your brain. It is constantly informing your brain. It takes. The food that you eat breaks it down and basically communicates to the rest of the body as to what to do with it. Like it's like, all right, this is this is what you do with this nutrient. This is what you do with that nutrient, um, and then it tries to expel and get rid of what what the body can't use. So, um, 
So, um, there is increasing evidence, though. I've done a lot of research on this myself because my daughter had an issue, but also because I do this for a living. I talk to people about their mental health all day long. And there's increasing evidence that the gut health is affecting your mental health. The connection between these two are inevitable. And the gut always is communicating directly to the brain. So um, it's communicating through hormones, through neurotransmitters. It's affecting your immune function, all of those things. Um, and this, I'm going to get a little scientific because I want to tell you how this is happening. So this is happening because the mucosal membranes in the GI tract can be altered by poor diet. It's all the other things that also alter it, which are important to know and maybe even do your own little research on it. Things like radiation treatments, things like chemotherapy. And this is information that the National Institute of Health is putting out there. <laughs> that chemotherapy will adjust your gut health, which is very important for, I mean, the billions of people that are diagnosed with cancer these days, which is also a, a billion good. dollar industry. Yeah. It's not no made up woke facts or always oh, saying that the same institutions that y'all trust and that y'all, y'all relapse on that information. They're telling you this is dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's right there. All you got to do is look it up. We got Google. We got access to the information. Look it up. So inflammation in the gut, which inflammation obviously is caused by what you're going to eat um, and also stress, things like that. It's, it's a two-way street. So inflammation in the gut has been directly linked to anxiety um, and depression. Other diseases like obesity and even cancer. So many people don't know that 90% of your serotonin is, which is your feel-good hormone, which is that hormone that stops the stress in your body and causes you to feel better, is created in your GI tract, 90% of it. The other 10% is created in your brain. So, and serotonin has many functions, um, including the growth of nerve cells, supporting your immune system, and it has the ability to travel around your body and make its way to the brain. So that's what it's doing. It's being mostly created in your gut. It's usually created around somewhere around the adrenal gland. Um, and it travels around the body, makes its way to the brain, and it informs the brain, hey, this is what, this is what we're going to do. We're going to be stressed or we're not going to be stressed. We're going to feel good or we're not going to feel good. Um, so this has effects on memory, on focus. If you're feeling clouded in the head or not, things like that. <clears throat> yeah, that's, I mean, thinking back to like eating meat, um, the, I'm right on it. You can hear me. Thinking back to eating meat, like when you would eat to, you know, like the point of having the itis, like we say, mm -hmm. and how it would completely like just change you your down. mood and yeah. your mind state, like it. Just from that fact, I mean, you know the kind of emotional connection that you can have with food. It takes on a biological level, too. It's not just, you know, the energy, the mental energy. Like yeah. That. So <clears throat> it's very important. Like, you can see the difference as far as with the way that I eat. And, um, you know, I still, even being vegan, I still have bad habits. Like, I'll admit to that um, as far as, like, eating um 
junk vegan food, would you call it that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and you can see I still got like a little stomach and we talk about these all the time. We talk about this all the time as far as me personally switching up and taking care of my gut health and, you know, um, doing things like juice cleanses and, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, fluid cleanses, just, mm -hmm. you know, fluids for the next 24 hours mm -hmm. or 72 hours and things like that to, to, um, really flush the toxins, flush out the gut and, you know, flush the organs to, to get to a place of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a place of clarity, I guess I would say like yeah. to where you can really, your, your brain and your mind can really be focused and, you know, operating at close to a hundred percent, um, versus feeling clouded and, you know, yeah. um, loaded or weighed down all the time yeah. because of, you know, what you got going on. I like that point that you made though. Like when you are eating, you can eat a ton of vegetables and broccoli. Like we just had a meal mm -hmm. of broccoli and carrots and, and mushrooms and things like that. And you don't get the, uh, feeling afterwards. Mm -hmm. But you think about an American state, you know, the standard American diet, you think about your day at Thanksgiving and you're sitting at that table and when you're done, you push away from the table and you just feel like I'm going to pass out. I want to go to sleep. It shuts your body down. It shuts your brain down. It shuts your immune system down. It takes so much to digest that meat and all of that other stuff that, um, you know, and that dairy and all of that, that you don't feel good anymore. You, they, I mean, and in the black community, we've named it itis. <laughs> we've given it a name because <laughs> it's so prevalent. It's so, it's so common. Um, and Man, it's like taking like a thousand dollar shot or smoking the heaviest weed you'd never smoke. <laughs> like once it hits <laughs> you, it sits you down and it ain't no fighting it. Like... I don't even know what the I, what does that what's the origin of that word? Like you said, we just made up some word like just give me the itis like, and then that word just fits like that's how you feel like you stuck like ain't no getting up out of it. Mm -hmm. And I mean we laugh and you know we celebrate that during those holiday times, but I mean we don't even have to talk about the holidays like you know we don't even have to make a point about that. Just like you said, the standard American diet, especially if you're a person who doesn't control eating fast food or something like that so as a standard diet you might start off with mcdonald's or you might start off at the breakfast spot you know depending on who you are but you definitely gonna have some pork you gonna have some some bacon some sausages you might go to lunch you might end up doing a burger at lunch yeah. and depending on how you eat and you might have you know, so you it's people doing beef in three days i mean three meals a, a day they doing beef you, you you unproductive at work, so now you slamming all kind of coffee. If you got problems, let's just be honest. I like to be honest on this podcast. If you if you it's a lot of y'all that do more than that. We know this, you know. So y'all doing the uppers. We know it's a prescription problem out here. Y'all doing all kind of uppers. Y'all doing all kind of other illegal substances just to try to keep your energy up because you really you clogged up. Um, let me give a physical example. Um, we also got a cleaning business. But just like everybody else, we clean our homes all the time. Uh, so we keep our home clean and, you know, and neat. Have you ever seen what the vacuum looks like? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know how you can turn the vacuum on and it'll pick stuff up. 
but it doesn't work 100% when it's clogged up. And mm -hmm. because they put the clear things on there, you can look down and you can see the congestion inside of the vacuum. You got to mm -hmm. clean it out. Mm -hmm. If you don't clean it out, what happens to the vacuum? Mm -hmm. It eventually dies way quicker than it should have died. Mm -hmm. And even for those of you who say, well, you know, people don't die and, you know, all this stuff. I mean, well, what's worse? Is death or living 40, 50 years taking 20 prescriptions a day? You know what I mean? How many of y'all grandmas, including, you know, <clears throat> all of our grandmothers, you know, because the food and everything changed, everything changed up. Like, how many of us, you know, take those prescriptions? Like, so, it, the basics for actually healing yourself and getting over it, it all starts right there in your core. I mean, everything that you learn about fitness, what do they say? Core, core, core. Where's your gut and your core? So, going back to the 90% of serotonin is created in your gut, that's important because... There's a major population, a major issue with anxiety and depression in, in the United States. Um, there's an estimated of 16.2 million adults in the United States that suffer from depression. Okay. The anxiety disorder is one of the most common disorders in the United States, affecting 40 million, 40 million adults. And this is just what's reported and recorded. All right, so there's there's billions of people that don't ever go and report this information. We're talking just people mm -hmm. that had had the nerve to actually put this down on paper and allow the National Institute of Health and different research mm -hmm. researchers and scholars like at Harvard who've done studies on this to actually record this. Um, so we got 40 million recorded. We got another 40 million probably not recorded and reported. Um, obesity. Uh, one one of the main one of the main major issues in America. Okay, so more than two of three adults, about seventy percent of people in the United States are overweight. Okay, and and seventy percent seventy percent that's crazy considered overweight, and so and you know overweight is like thirty pounds, ain't it? Something like that. Like, something like that, that. To what they say you should be for mm -hmm. your height and age. Right. It's like twenty to thirty pounds. Like that's crazy. Right. So being that that's the case, we can't exclude the, the issue with the gut. We can't mm, exclude you your thing. diet. I don't mean to cut you off. Let me ask you this, because I know for our, especially for our black followers, I know they, they thinking this. As you know, it's a narrative amongst black people that, you know, we're not overweight. We're naturally heavier or uh, we're big boned and we should be heavy like this, especially coming like from my hometown. I mean, my friends or, you know, their fathers, like, especially the men, you got a bunch of men in that window, like 5'10 to 6'1", but they are like 50 to 60 pounds overweight, but Big it's Big bones is, is not, a, there's no such thing. Bones are bones. And, um, and it's the norm because in the black community, we've been oppressed with food. <laughs> Mm. It's it it is the way to oppress the black community, <laughs> you know. Talk. And so, if you if you oppress people with food, you make it their norm, then they'll never rise above that. And so, it it's not a we are big bone thing. Oh, I'm a thick girl thing. And being thick or having a bigger body is not the issue, but but having an an unhealthy body that is then informing the brain, 
is the issue, okay? Because then you're not able to think properly, make proper decisions. You're depressed, you're stressed, you're more stressed, more easy. And we already know, I mean, we're going to talk about the black community. The black community got got enough stress as it is just being being who they are, Man, trying to live in America. Heavy P- PTSD. Um, I heard somebody speaking about that recently, especially with the males, like, I mean, definitely with the males, like, and that's why, that's basically why I'm on here. I'm on here to let y'all know that as a black man, like, we got to step it up as far as, you know, because I know a lot of people think, you know, being healthy is just something that our women do. But no, we got to step up to the plate, too. One, we want to be here for our families. And uh, second, it's like... I mean, we walking around with graveyard bellies, you know, especially in our culture, you know, it was always something that was was touted or told it. I'm using the wrong word, babe, but it's praised almost. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know how it yeah, is on like, social media. Get you, get you a, a fat nigga, you know, he'd take care of you or, you know. Or, or being, money. The big belly means you eating good. Money you is equivalent money. to seafood and steak dinners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So you, you took it, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. That's yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> having having a good meal, trying to trying to you know feed you. Yeah, that heavy beef means success. Yeah, you know, you know and again, steak, it's big because that's how you oppress a community. You you do it with the food that they eat. You make it part of their culture, and boom, we got a whole oppressed community. And you're wondering why half of the not half, but more than half of the com- black community are dealing with depression. Anxiety, suicide, PTSD, all type of all of these things that are connected to the environment and more so connected to the environment inside of yourself. So, and and the the thing that kind of kills me, I feel like, because I feel like everybody knows it deep down, even when they come back with, you know, they debate or, you know, they try to dispute the information, they know it. Like, Especially with a lot of my guys, like, we all, like, former athletes. So, like, they know. Mm-hmm. They know. You know what I mean? We know we're not eating right. They they going to the doctor so they can see, like, my man's had high blood pressure. Like, they prescribed them all kind of, you know, medications. But he know the way to get over that is to, to change his diet and get in shape. He was in shape before, you know? He, 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 he took care of his body once upon a time. So, he knows... That's the answer. Even if you know you're not gonna go completely plant based. I mean, excuse me, plant based. You can't be eating. You know. You know how we eating in some uh, some of our communities. Like it, it's crazy. Not only are we eating out all day, we eating huge portions of 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 meat and starch, basically. <laughs> So, I mean, even like I said, in, in studies that are are supposedly, you know, like the National Institute of Health is is where you go if you wanna if you wanna find some information, right? That's that's the most prevalent place for everyone in America, not just the black community. They're they're telling you, you can Google this and they'll tell you it'll pop up and say, Yes, um, the serotonin production is directly linked to memory, learning, reasoning, things like that, um, anger, anxiety. And so, you know, 
it it's an issue. It, it's a big issue, and um and people have to know that in order to heal what's going on in your mental, in order to heal your mental health, you have to not you have to include your gut health. It's a part of it. It it isn't just take a pill, you know, like they would love for you to think. Um, and it's all going to be better. No, it's not going to work that way. Actually, that's going to ruin your gut healthy even more. And you're going to find yourself with more issues later on. So, um, the, the way to, the way to do that is to make sure that you're eating foods that are high, um, in probiotics and prebiotics, which are good, good gut health foods. So like um, foods like asparagus, garlic, artichokes, onions, legumes, sauerkraut, apple cider vinegar, those type of things are going to create an environment in your gut that will be much healthier for the connection between your gut and your brain. Agreed. Um, also, I came across a study that was actually done um, by NIH and also by Harvard. And it talks about, it, it literally said that having eaten a vegan diet is the way to go, basically. Um, it's gained acceptance as a diet, it's gained acceptance, you know, as a dietary strategy for main, maintaining good health and managing diseases from, it, it, it mentioned this literally, from cardiovascular disease to cancer. So, you know, um, the answer is there and the answer is in your gut. Like I said, we experienced it with our own child where we were just putting things on her skin, thinking, thinking she just had dry skin to the thousand tenth, I mean, extent. And at the end of the day, nothing, absolutely nothing worked until we focused on her gut health. And then it all cleared up one day. <laughs> I mean, this poor baby was suffering for like two years. And then all of a sudden, we it clicked for us, and um, and it went away. So, I mean, with with the gut health, <clears throat> gut health, it, it it's not just it's not um, what am I trying to say? It's not like oh, go plant based, you know, and they're proving that the plant based diet is the way to do this is. The reason why we're talking about the gut and, and speaking of it is you got to treat it just like your room or, you know, just like anything that you will clean out. Like if you have a small space, but you clean it and, and you keep it neat and it's not junky, that small space can function and, and, you know, provide functionality to whatever you need it to do, whether it's a small office space or a small room. So when, when you look at your body and, you know, if you've been eating a certain way, you know, your entire life, um, even if you, you're going to continue to eat meat and, you know, and you just like, you know, that's what you want to do. You know, you don't want to go completely plant-based. You still want to do cleanses. <laughs> so I'm, I'm speaking on the gut because cleanses and, you know, cleaning out your organs you know, whether it's juice fast or water fast or, you know, however you want to do it, whatever the strategy is, a cleanse for your gut is is basically like God surgery. <laughs> you know, like if you get surgery and you get something removed, if you 
remove the junk, the toxins, the waste, all these things sitting inside your organs and sitting inside of your gut because of your um, eating habits, then you at least give yourself a reboost. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You give yourself a, a, a chance to where you're like, okay, um, you, you know, it's like, um, what am I trying to say? It's like having a house in Detroit. You got the brick houses. They burnt down on the inside. Everything is messed up. They didn't took, you know, everything out of it. But if you go in there and you rehab that home, you still got a brick house that's built to last forever. You still got a human body that's built to last through these elements designed by God. If you cleanse it and you go in the gut and you keep those organs fresh, you keep, you know, your your blood um, running, you keep, um, you know, your arteries and everything free of plaque and everything like that. You, you keep giving yourself reboots by taking care of your gut. You're going to function, you know, until, until, you know, it's time for, you know, the most high to call you home, but it won't be, you know, a premature death due to some, some BS. So I'm, I'm saying all that to say what I learned and, and where we're going right now in our journey is, um, in the last couple of months, we took on, you know, a few juice cleanses and we're going to start doing it even more, you know, the fasting and everything, because it's all about clearing out that gut and doing a natural, I'm using surgery to, you know, give it the, the analogy to, you know, you having to go on an operational table and get something taken care of, but you can prevent that by just doing in-house cleaning. That's all it is. It's in-house cleaning, having yourself operate on the highest level that you can as a, you know, a human being. Yes. And I agree with that. And with that being said, I, I think that if you are, eating a plant-based diet that is going to give you the optimal function at the end of the day. Um, even if you go and you clean it out and then you just refill it with a whole bunch of junk, the body, the body is, would, would be happy that you cleaned it out, but then it, it needs time to be able to produce that serotonin. It needs time to be able to, um, reheal the immune system and things like that. And so eating a plant-based diet, is is going to maintain that growth and that healing and things like that. Whereas if you're going back and forth, going back and forth, going back and forth, um, that may that may that may not at the end of the day have any if at all. You know, the best effect. I guess I'm trying to say. So, um, I think that's it on that topic, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Um, we appreciate your time and we hope that you're able to learn something and that you're inspired to really take a look. If you're having issues, if you're stressed, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling anxious, um, don't just take something for it. Look at your body um, and nourish your body and really, really connect with yourself. The answer is in your gut, just like it always is, just like you're like, oh, my gut tells me this today, or I had a gut feeling um, because your gut is very intelligent. It is the second brain. It's it is it's going to inform the rest of your body of what's going on in your life. So let's keep it clean. Let's keep it clear. You guys have a good day. We love you. Thank you for tuning in.